0: Hey, 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 chicas, welcome to the Lavelda Show Women of Power podcast, the show where women share their personal power tools, the techniques, strategies, and ways of being which have enabled their business and life success. I am your host, Lavelda Vincenzi, a female speaker, mentor, speaker, and event host on a mission to unleash authentic, powerful female voices onto the world. In today's episode, we'll be uncovering the power tools of Dallas Gordon. Dallas is an international business coach, marketing expert, author, and speaker who specializes in teaching purpose-driven digitalpreneurs how to build irresistible brands, maximize traffic and sales, and get big results online. She encourages excellence in the marketplace and is passionate about empowering others to say heck yes to the phenomenal. She has coached multiple entrepreneurs to six figures and beyond, teaching them to monetize their passion and break free of their nine to five jobs, utilizing various online business and marketing strategies. Dallas is a top producer on multiple e-commerce platforms and is highly sought after as a business coach. She has earned her BA in theology and Christian studies. She continues to inspire women and men across the world as she embarks on the exciting journey as CEO of multiple thriving companies. In this episode, Dallas shares her journey to success and the biggest points of learning that have contributed to her growth. Remember, all of the links shared in this show can be found in the show notes. The only way to ensure that you get your regular fix of this show is to click on that subscribe button right now to make sure that you get updates as soon as a new show is added. Well, that's quite enough for me for now. So let's get on with the show. Welcome to another episode of the LaVelda Show Women of Power Podcast. Thank you so much for joining. If this is your first time listening for the show, like seriously, if you haven't subscribed yet, I mean, the juiciness, there's more to come. We're just getting warmed up. Like it's season one. There's so much more juiciness to come. The other thing I'm going to let you know is I am on YouTube too, right? So you can subscribe on the podcast version. You can subscribe on the YouTube channel. You know what? You can subscribe across all of the channels. I mean, why not? Like if you do that, then you never miss a show. So Basically, the format of this show is us girls are going to sit and put the world to right. So I am bringing together, my passion is having women's voices powerfully, authentically out there transforming the world the way it should be, in my view anyway. I mean, don't write me with your messages of other things. Like I'm just living in the LaValda <laughs> bubble right now and I'm going to share the LaValda bubble with you. So I'm bringing together women to understand what is it like fundamentally who are these women that are like really making a difference? So these are friends of mine, people I've met of influence, like, like, bam stuff. So the lady I've got today, I mean, this show is gone. I mean, you need to put your seatbelt on and stuff because it's going to be good. So the lady I've got today has many different facets to her, like as all of the women I've been interviewing do. But what I love about her beautiful bubbly personality ain't nothing to do with marketing. This girl don't know. Uh, you know when some people, they just roll over and stuff just works for them? That is her. So please welcome today, Dallas Gordon. Hey, hey. Thanks for having me, beautiful. Girl, I couldn't do this show and not have you here. How was I so going do that? I appreciate it. So tell- I have no idea. <laughs> tell us, because there'll be people listening like, okay, so Laveldis hyped it up. It's all good. <laughs> and trust me, I didn't come close to hyping. Like Dallas is deep. I'm skimming the surface with my hype steeps. Like I didn't even go close to the real hype, Dallas, people who've not met you before you have, you have multiple sides to your personality. I mean, we all do to a certain extent, but the outside business part, if we start with that and then we can talk about some of the other elements, especially some of the, the newer elements, perhaps that you've been introducing into your life. So Mm -hmm. business wise, I just said marketing, like help us understand more deeply because it's a big, it's a big topic. It's a big it area. is. It is.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, thank you so much for having me again. Beautiful. Um, I am a business coach, marketing strategist, author, and I'm doing some speaking as well. Um, and and <laughs> what I do is I service mainly coaches In service providers so I teach them how to align properly with their messaging we're working on some money blocks just removing those we're getting very very clear and intentional with digital marketing so I actually specialize in marketing in this digital space specifically online which is very helpful lately by the way with this virus and all this stuff (laughs) going on um and I also help people to diversify their money-making strategies in this space as well. Because, you know, us business owners like to have quite a few arms in the pot when it comes to our money. So that's another thing that, that I do as well. So that pretty much sums it up.
0: That's, a, I mean, that's a lot. You're pretty diversified yourself as well. So as well as the online coaching, you've got a few new ventures coming out as well?
1: Yes, I do. I actually do have a subscription box business that i actually am putting into the marketplace it's just using all the skills that i've been able to use all the years so it's all over the years so it's really really exciting for me to be able to put this product out so it's a variety of different products from handmakers, makers wholesalers different people who um, produce products and it's going to put these products in the homes of for the first time 50 plus to 100 plus women who love to try great products, but also have their own online stores and businesses as well. So it's very exciting, it's very girly. So I'm really, really, really excited about it.
0: I love that you go out and you like take all these different ideas and put it together. And how how is the digital, like having an understanding of the digital space helped? Especially when you say being intentional, we're aware of like social media and online but let's be honest most of us are kind of flapping a little bit Mm -hmm. yeah how on earth did you manage to wrap your head around it to be able to have such clarity
1: i've just been doing it for a really really long time you know how you just been riding your bike forever and ever and ever and after a while you get good at it you fall off a million times that was me. Of course, I've hired a million coaches as well. So I've been down that route. So I've invested in myself. I've also done a lot of mistakes, mistake making, falling on my knee, scuffing up my knee, getting back up again. I've done a lot of it and I've just gotten really good at it. And also I'm passionate about it. So I really, really love showing up in this way. It's all about just making noise, getting excited about what you do and just get really intentional about showing up. It doesn't really feel like work when you love it. So
0: you do love it. So, okay. When you say intentional about showing up, Mm -hmm. is that kind of sitting back and being like, I'm going to post three times a day. Is that what you mean?
1: (laughs) So when I say intentional, like
0: some people just
1: do the, in general marketing instructions, which are very boring. So it's the opposite of just like, I'm going to post, you know, three times every single day you know, I'm just going to go live once a week. I'm just going to send daily emails out or, you know, you know how you can go to an article and you can read everything that you're supposed to do to be a world-class marketer. It's the opposite of that. It's basically showing up in your way, which makes it so much more powerful, right? (laughs) And being intentional about it. So what do you really want to say? So what I work with my clients to do is like really align with their messaging first. Because if you don't know, who your message is for specifically and how you can help them and you're not in alignment with it, you get out there and you're just saying stuff and nobody seems to be really hearing you or taking action on your marketing. So that's that's more like what I mean.
0: So that's when you'd be posting and posting and posting. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And And nobody's taking action. That's a problem.
1: And it doesn't always, it's not always equivalent to likes and comments either. Cause you can, post something. And it doesn't get a lot of likes. I mean, I pretty much erased, you know, my Facebook profile and started a whole new one. So it may not get a whole lot of likes, but you see people taking action and
0: that's what really matters, you know? So it's the stuff that actually has the impact. What would you say? Because what you're saying at the moment, there's people out there doing things, visibility coaching, like What is the line between visibility-type stuff and marketing? Because it sounds like you kind of merge the two a bit in what you're doing.
1: You know what, Billavelda? Please, (laughs) this is a complicated question. Okay, so what's the line between visibility and marketing? I I like think it's no line. I think it's like merge. It's it's one and the same. You know, marketing is all about being seen, getting more eyes on your stuff, and also communicating in a way that you're or speaking in a, a language that your ideal client or your soul client can understand. Because
0: mm-hmm.
1: sometimes we're just speaking and we're saying what we think we should say for the specific niche that we're in, but what do you really want to say? <laughs> what do you? It's being bold enough to say what you really want to
0: say. Ooh, the stuff and you can say. Hear you. It's like I used to say to my clients, I remember speaking to somebody Mm -hmm. and they shared all this stuff that they do, like speaking wise. And Mm -hmm. I was like, girl, where do I find that? Like when I (laughs) I go look you up, Mm -hmm. where do I find that? Like if that's what you believe, if that's who you are, like where is it? So is that what you're talking about? Yeah, absolutely. I
1: think sometimes we hide behind, you know, what we think we should say or what we think people Want to hear from us, you know, but when we get clear on that messaging and we get real with ourselves about, okay, who do we really want to serve and what do they really need? And then we get more intentional in showing up in that way. Then I feel like that's when you get people taking action um, and you're more impactful in your message.
0: Ooh, visibility versus impact. I think some people Mm -hmm. so busy focused on the visibility because it's addictive. I'm not going to lie. Like I put a post out sometimes and I'll be like, nobody's looking. Yeah,
1: it happens to me all the time. I mean, especially like I said, um, I actually detoxed from Facebook and I actually took down my whole profile. And that was a profile that I've spent 10 years building. And the mood, it was a whole mood for me to have taken it down. I was a little sad and down and I basically had been associating like my self-worth with that profile, with those likes, with those comments, with all that engagement I had over there and starting over has been so cleansing for me because I don't have all that going on. It's like a new world. You know, I'm connecting with new people, new entrepreneurs who don't know who I am and I'm used to everybody knowing who I am on my profile. So it was like a real reality check for me.
0: That is so cool. I mean, it's so brave in some ways. It's like, why would you? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm it like, is. girl, you crazy. <laughs> right. Seriously crazy. <laughs> why would you do that? <laughs> I know, see. right? What, what is it that you think makes a woman powerful? Let's see. It's not a simple Foot question, makes a, is it? What <laughs> makes a woman powerful?
1: think um getting over yourself and because we all have ourselves to deal with and that can be different on different dates ourself as a woman could involve our emotions assumptions just sitting assuming it can be those I can't that kind of dance around in your mind and I, I think that it's making the choice on a daily basis to feel the fear and do it anyway i think that's what makes a powerful woman somebody mm-hmm. who wrecks that fear and shows up because we're gonna feel it i mean some days i wake up in the morning and i look at my diary and i'm like oh my god i have three calls today <laughs> and who is this woman that i have to show up and be today sometimes i feel like this little girl is like oh my god how am i gonna walk in those shoes And sometimes it's fear. However, I get dressed, girl, put these pink lips on and show up. And when I get there, I see that it was nothing to be afraid of because that's
0: my gift. Mm -hmm. And I get to show my genius, you know? There's something about not being afraid to like be our gift and show our gift and fully show up as our gift, which is normally something that's like so it feels trivial to us. Cause it's like, gosh, it's, I mean, it's so easy. Like, doesn't everybody know this? Like how is it right. going to have a place in the world? Doesn't everybody know that? No girl, they don't <laughs> That's true. would be the short answer. No girl, they don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm going to ask you the mean question. I ask all my guests, like, <laughs> it's
1: like, I'm like holding my breath.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Let me bring people onto a podcast and then ask them really mean questions, but it's, you know, you can handle this. Um, and it's mainly cause I'm curious. I want to know, like I said at the top of the show, for me, this is very much about truly kind of getting under the skin of what power and a powerful voice looks like. And you've, I mean, you, to shut down a Facebook profile and start it start all over again and the journey, personal journey and business journey that you've been on, it's not always been smooth writing. So I kind of want to know to get to where you are today. If you had to take all of that, like all of the stuff you've done ever and boil it down to three things, like three things that you would say, this is like, if it were not for these three things, these are the things that have enabled my business success and my life success. Mm -hmm. What would they be? Should we start with the first one?
1: Yes, please. (laughs) So Okay. So the first one would be ease, doing everything with ease, which has been definitely learned behavior, ladies, for me, because (laughs) um, I don't know what type of personality I have. I don't know which type I am, but I like to pretty much normally control everything. Um, I like to know what's happening and when, you know, and basically I was everything the opposite of ease. So I'll never forget, you know, a couple of years ago when, you know, and my husband has been really my biggest supporter with this business. And um, I'm just used, was so used to him encouraging me and saying, I'm proud of you. And, you know, patting me up. Y'all one night he gave me some tough love. Say what now? (laughs) Yes. And he said to me that he would no longer support me if I didn't pull it together. He said he was tired of my moods. He was tired of me falling apart. Um, When the unexpected happened in my business, he was tired of the emotions and the ups and downs. And he just didn't like the person that I had become. He um, did not. Girl, he told me, he just gave me all the tea. (laughs) Okay. He didn't do any holding back. And it really hurt. But it made me look in the mirror. Um, And it really sent me down a different path to seek, you know, that inner peace. And I had to learn how to surrender. And I'm gonna be honest, I'm still learning daily how to just say, you know, if I don't know everything that's next, I'm safe. It's okay. It's okay. And I, well, I, what I will say is over the past couple years, I've been on a serious path to just operating in complete ease and my business growth and success has literally accelerated accelerated. I've had my biggest income months. Um, My biggest success with clients has been over the past couple years. So although I haven't been working as hard, I haven't been as structured, I haven't been as hard on myself. I'm giving myself the mercy and the kindness on some days just to do nothing. And you personally know, LaValda, that Mm -hmm. it can be a struggle for me. (laughs)
0: girl, it's not just you. I had that journey. I told you, I don't know if I've, I don't know if I've shared that on, shared it on this podcast. I, um, I had a coach and I was working full time Mm -hmm. at the time and, um, I love the woman to bits now, but in this moment I didn't, I'm going to be honest in this particular Mm -hmm. moment, I didn't because when I joined the mastermind coaching arrangement within Mm -hmm. like two months, it was like, okay, so um you need to fire these low-paying clients. And I was like, so that was the only income I was getting from my business. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then that was followed by, and you need to take a day off. Now listen, everybody else on that dang mastermind was full-time in their frigging business at the time. I was nuts. And so I was, I mean, I felt a certain kind of way. There was a bit of me that was just like, I mean, who do you think you are? Mm. (laughs) Do you not know? Like, I only got two days a week to work fully, properly on my business. And you done halved that. I don't see you doing this to nobody else. I mean, I felt a certain kind of way. I'm not going to lie. Um, And she knew I felt a certain kind of way because I didn't keep my mouth shut either. (laughs) I know. (laughs) It was not a nice (laughs) conversation. However... What, what helped me to take it on was when it was balanced with, well, even your phone needs recharging. Like, you know, when you're that exhausted and that depleted, you're really not as effective. So to take that little time out. Then you get to be more effective. And what I did, because I was like a little bit of a busybody, to be honest, what I ended up doing is I was like, oh, okay, so that's the day I get to meet my friends, and that's the day I get mm-hmm. to do the housework, and that's the day I get. To. So I filled it with a whole bunch of other stuff, but it, it had an opening for me to have a life. I suppose is probably what I got to start to see. It's like up until that point. There wasn't a life. It was just work and work and work and total like stress and nothing fell apart. It grew. I was like, what is this? Wow. Yes. What is that? Right. <laughs> so what's been your, um, how do you, how have you navigated that moving to ease space? Because I know personally for me, I've been there with you for part of your journey as well. Like it's mm-hmm. not easy, especially, I mean, it's the mind it's the mind monkeys, for want of a better word, who will tell you all the things you should be doing when all you right. want to do is sit down and do nothing. How, mm-hmm. What have you done to kind of shore you up and help you to navigate that such that ease has become a thing that's more prevalent in your life?
1: Really just listening to myself and not fighting with myself all the time. Like some days it's just everything in the universe, everything in my body is screaming, sit down, miss. (laughs) And I'm just just learning to listen and not fight. And you know when you're fighting yourself because you get a mental block, you get a headache. You can feel it in your body when you're fighting with yourself. Um, Giving myself a lot of grace because when I trust and surrender, there's like this magic that comes with it. I call this magical little power that I almost feel like more time is added for me to get it done another day. Like sometimes the main reason we rush is because we think I have to stay on this deadline because if I don't have to do it now, it's going to cause me to be stressed and and I'm going to be late. You know, and none of that happens. You find the perfect time and space and energy to be able to get it done and then some where you can actually bring life to your work and inspiration, you can be inspired to work. There's nothing like being inspired to work, you know? And maybe, maybe you have a, you know, maybe you put it off today because you know today needs to be kind of like a relaxed day. Maybe one night over the weekend when everybody's sleeping, you've had enough sleep and you just have the spark <laughs> to work and you run a, what, a, a tornado around the task because you're so excited to do it. And you're done in 30 minutes tops where if you had pushed yourself that day that you should have rested, it would have taken you all day and all night to do it. So I'm just learning to like trust how I feel and, you know, trust my process.
0: Oh, trust that word, girl. Mm. Mm. (laughs) That word. I was saying um, to somebody earlier on today, in fact, I found myself saying it a lot recently, um, Mm -hmm. The thing is when we're pushing to do stuff it's cuz we don't believe that we're universally supported in mm. whatever you think the universe is universally you know whether you're looking at it in a in an energetic or a, a religious or a spiritual sense like it doesn't matter you just don't feel like you have the support so if it's to be done it's to be done by me it's to right. be done by me and mm-hmm. what i noticed um is I noticed that I had the power if I wasn't in the mood for a meeting to ana- energetically cancel it. Like, <laughs> <and> what, <laughs> what I meant by that is I'd get up with like a list of things I needed to do. Mm-hmm. And I would just write down like in the really stressful periods, I would just write down like, here are the core cool things I need to get done. And what would happen is it was like heaven and earth would move for it to happen so weird mm-hmm. stuff would happen like the big two hour meeting that wasn't really that important but i couldn't cancel it because you know just i couldn't they would for whatever reason it just wouldn't happen or the internet wouldn't work or it get cut no. really short something would happen <laughs> at that meeting
1: and the then the bank,
0: <laughs> nobody wants to call the bank because you're always on hold forever they call mm-hmm. me i was like girl i meant to call you <laughs> <laughs> and whilst we're on the phone and so the thing i thought was going to take you know, an hour out of my day at least is done in 15 minutes because they happen to call me just because that's what I needed that day. And mm-hmm. so when you say trust, I'm like, oh, the depth of that word, because ease is the opposite of trust. It's like, if you're not the opposite, ease and trust are like best friends. <laughs>
1: right? Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And
0: it's difficult to have the level of ease and allow if you just don't trust yourself, the right. universe, others, anybody. True, very true. So your first power tool is ease. Yes. What's the second one? Okay, integrity. Oh, that's deep. What do that you mean by inte- what do you mean by integrity? So
1: I know that it means something different for everybody. Um, I always just think about, and it's just basic principles, you know. That I've grown up on was just basically, you know, treat other people the way that you would want to be treated. Um, I know that if I were to hire a coach or if I were to work with a marketing strategist, I would expect them to be honest with me even when it hurts. I would expect them to tell me if I'm not fit for the program and not just take my money. Mm -hmm. I would expect for them to show up on time if they can't to communicate. I would expect them to push me in ways that, you know, I may have thought I was limited. Um, I would just expect them to operate in those values. So I ask myself, what would I expect? And I just make sure that I'm living up to those things. And if I'm not, I will check myself. <laughs> Basically.
0: And I think the hardest, know, yeah. one, the hardest one on that list is to do what needs to be done, even when it hurts. Yes. Yes. And to say,
1: you know, listen, you're not, sure, just to have those talks with yourself say, listen, you're not showing up the way you should be. You need to get it together you wouldn't like it if somebody else did this to you sometimes those real hardcore like looks in the mirror get me straight and I think it all boils down to just asking yourself who am I mm-hmm. what do I stand for and does this align does yeah. this align and there are so many times that I've had there was a point to be transparent um in my whole like kind of like career with this I should say <laughs> career as a businesswoman um there was a time that I would just take money. Like, I'm, I'm great at selling. I have a great energy to sell to people, to sell stuff to people. I could sell you some milk. <laughs> so I'd be like, I don't need milk. Stuff. <laughs> right. But you're going to take it. Exactly. That was where I was, <laughs> where it didn't matter, like, who I was selling to in my immaturity. I was just selling to whoever. And I was collecting money for stuff that was outside of my you know, jurisdiction and stuff like that. It was stuff that I shouldn't have been doing, you know? Um, and I had to get to a point in my business and not act in that way that, and, and during that time that I had kind of like an epiphany of, wait, you are doing way too much, girl. You need to pull it back. And this is not even what you do. Why are you doing all these tasks that, and I, I was so stressed and I had so much work because I'm just collecting money for a living, Right. I had to literally issue at least five refunds. And let me tell you, that hurt. (laughs) Nobody wants to issue refunds. I had to go to those clients and say, to be honest with you, I'm not going to be able to serve you the way that you need to be served because I'm just, I'm over capacity right now. So I'm going to have to refund you. And that was a really hard lesson for me that if there is no connection between me and a client or a client needs a service that it's just something I don't do Mm -hmm. I would rather be honest and say I can't take your money because this isn't what I do but maybe I can you know refer you to someone who does or even if I can't just the honesty and integrity to not operate in scarcity all the time and to just say once again back to trust that This client may not be for me. I'm going to serve them the best that I can on this call. And if I know good and well that I don't have what it takes to be that person's particular
0: coach, to just release them and let them go. I think the other thing is being true with what your actual talents are. Because I've been the other side of that right? Um, Mm -hmm. I have been on the other side of that on more than one occasion. So like one of my things with my suppliers is if you tell me there's something you can't do, I want to jump up for joy. I'm like, yes, (laughs) because I know you're not going to step out. You're not going to be that yes person who tells me Mm -hmm. like you're half a designer. So yeah, I can design your stuff, but you're not really a designer. You're half a Facebook ads person, but you're not really that. Right. So so when somebody tells me, Oh, (laughs) I do ads and I write, I build websites and I run I write marketing I strategies. I run away. Yeah. I, I run away or I say, where did you start? <laughs> <laughs> what were you doing first? Because that's the only thing you should be doing. Cause the rest of yeah. it, you learn just enough, but it's not your passion. It's not what you're excited about. And now you're taking on these things, but you're kind of doing them half, half. And so you wanting to say yes to everything, but the truth of the matter is you end up upsetting people because what happens, especially if I'm paying suppliers for like social media or ads, the digital arc, space, right? Mm-hmm. And they, they don't, that's not their real zone of genius. Most right. of the time, they spend most of the time trying to research how to answer my questions.
1: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, I go to these profiles sometimes. Let's just say you're trying to connect with somebody, whether you're on LinkedIn or Facebook or Instagram or wherever you are, and you just go to their bio. And you want to see like what they do. And they're like, I sell CBD or weight loss products. I'm also a lawyer, a fitness trainer, um, (laughs) a marketing. I run Facebook ads. I also can write, no, I run away from that. There's no way that you're going to be able to serve me well if you're split up in that many areas. And I feel like the reason that people do that, the core of that is fear Mm. because they're afraid that if they don't have so many arms in the pot, all over the place that they're not gonna make money that they're gonna leave money on the table and that's kind of I wasn't that bad with it but that's kind of where I was I was allowing my clients to tell me like what I needed to develop for them because they needed it even though it wasn't like I am a coach I'm a consultant I'm not really a service provider so I'm not really the one to schedule your social media I'm not the one to run your ads um, I'm not going to schedule your pins on Pinterest. And I would get clients who are like, but I need this. I mean, I can teach it, but i it's not my gift to sit with that administrative work and do that. I'll get frustrated. I won't feel good doing that. And then I'm frustrated with the amount of money I've taken for it. So I had to start telling clients that I, I know that that's what you need, but that's not what I do.
0: And I love what you say there when, you know, when you've taken on something you shouldn't do, because when it comes to execute it, you don't want to do it. (laughs) There you go.
1: I love showing up to consult. Well, I love showing up to coach, right? I love writing books. Or I love this opportunity like this to be able to speak on a podcast. I'm completely having fun. I'm lighting up. But if somebody gives me something that I know I have no business with, my whole body is tight. I've got a headache. I'm frustrated with the work. I don't enjoy it. So how am I going
0: to serve that client well? When I'm It's like it's fault? the opposite of ease, right? <laughs> Absolutely. You're back to, oh, okay, let's just make it happen. So ladies, if you're listening to this and you are getting like having that feeling where you've got so many things going on and you're, you don't know what to do, maybe there's some things you need to take off your plate and that might be some uncomfortable conversations with people. you know what? It may even cost you money. Yes. <laughs> it may cost you money to, to let go of things, but you gotta let go of what you don't want to make room for what you really do want. And then you have to say no yes. to the things you don't want to do anymore, or they just keep coming. So we've got two. So we've got ease. We've got integrity. So you know, don't take on things you, you shouldn't be doing. And sometimes you do it accidentally. When you figure out you shouldn't be doing it, don't do it no more. Do what you say you're going right. to treat others the way you won't be treated. What's your third?
1: What was my third?
0: (laughs) That third one. That third one. Something to do with fears. Okay.
1: Is it facing your fears? I can't.
0: (laughs) I'm doing a total blank after those first two. So now people, you get to know the guests get, get to think of this in advance, right? (laughs) Sometimes, sometimes it stays right at the top of the head and other times it's like, I can't remember what I said. And then when yes, I tell you, you you're going to go, that's exactly what I said. You're facing your fears daily. Okay, there
1: we go. There we go. Well, I kind of talked ahead of myself a little earlier. But I will talk again on it. Um, facing my fears daily literally has been huge for me because I was what the world considers, and I say what the world considers, introverted. That's what they like to label people who... It's really more to do with how you, what you kind of do with other people's energy, really, Mm -hmm. um, and how you recharge. And I am not one of those people that necessarily enjoys large crowds of people. Um, I am more of an intimate, you know, I've learned that about myself that I want to say, oh, I'm just this one-to-many person. Um, I've learned that I'm not. I've learned that if I have an event, about 20 to 25 women is good enough for me versus Mm 100s um, because I find it a little difficult and unnatural to split myself up so many different ways. So, um, facing my fears, sometimes some of the things that I need to do to show up for my business are very uncomfortable for me. Speaking and just being visible, my first video was so challenging. I never forget when I hired a coach, cause I knew that there was something greater that I needed to do versus before I just started out in e-commerce kind of behind the scenes just selling online products but not being visible when my coach at the time told me that I needed to hit that live button and record my first live video honestly I felt violated
0: girl that's deep violated really violated I was
1: like that's my privacy no I'm not showing my face on video. I just feel like I'm a private person. And that's what I said. I'm sure my mentor at the time chuckled, but I had to literally get over myself. And it's so many times that I have to face my fears with the things that I have to do, that I have to show up and do. Like if I don't do this, no one's gonna know me. No one's gonna know that I offer things. No one's gonna know that I'm here selling unless I say it and actually sell. If I don't get on these calls and talk, and ask for the sale or offer something? How are they gonna know I'm selling anything? So, you know, I've had to literally, you know, kind of draw that line in the sand for myself and say, sister, if you don't step over it, you're gonna stay where you are. Mm -hmm. You're not gonna grow. And you're not gonna be happy with your results. So that's kind of something that I'm faced with almost daily. But I think that I realize that it's just what we do.
0: It's so refreshing to hear that. Not because I wanted people to know that you're scared of stuff, but it's refreshing to hear that because I think when you're starting or when you're in an early phase or even when you're further along, like you think there comes a point where you'll just be fine. I think you hit a yeah. point where you kind of understand there's always going to be something else. That's going to terrify me. <laughs> like, yes. like,
1: go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It gets better. You know, like I'm more natural now hitting a live video, but still every now and then, when I have to be interviewed or I have to speak in front of a crowd or I have to, you know, even go live, there's a little bit of butterflies in my stomach still. I still feel a little jittery. I still feel a little uncomfortable sometimes when I walk into a room and I don't know anyone (laughs) as to now I go to events all alone now, which I never would do before, but I know that I need to, for growth purposes, Mm -hmm. like, yes, those little butterflies come up for me still. But over time, after you put yourself in those situations over and over again, it does get better.
0: And I think you've just got to give yourself permission and the space. So when I'm running, um, so I run an incubator for speakers and Mm -hmm. because I'm talking about selling and women get a bit uncomfortable with selling. I mm-hmm. mean, there's a reason they haven't been doing it actively until until this point. And I watch these women, they're like really wanting to get going. And I've learned mm-hmm. over time they'll go so far until they hit it'll be something silly. It's normally something which is um seems trivial externally looking in, but for the person in it in the moment, it's not trivial. It's like everything's ready but I can't seem to hit send on that one email even though the email's only a line long and it's not that deep. Like right. <laughs> like, you know, and it's not a difficult, the process couldn't be any broken down anymore or made any simpler, but sometimes Mm -hmm. it's just, you're going to have to find that little bout of courage to just take the first step and get that. Maybe it might even with the best help in the world, (laughs) right? Yes. Even when Mm -hmm. you've got somebody holding you telling you exactly what to do, they can't walk it for you. You're going to have to find the courage to take that first step step and understand even the person in front of you who might be supporting you, they're still going through their moments where something's got them going. You want me to do what, what now? Yeah. <laughs> yes. What? what? Yeah. wow. Mm-hmm. Thank you for being so like open and authentic and just like sharing so much, like just no problem. Pure, pure genius. There'll be people listening who are like, Oh gosh, thank you. I want to learn from a <laughs> marketing G who, um, <laughs> Who's just gonna tell me it as it is? And I get she's not gonna do my marketing for me. But nonetheless, Dallas sounds awesome because I could just do with her genius. How yeah. do people get in touch with you? Like, where do they find you?
1: You could go to dallasgordon.com or any social media profiles at Coach Dallas Gordon.
0: At Coach Dallas no Gordon. If you didn't catch it, it's in the notes because everything's (laughs) always in the show notes too. But if you were listening and you're like, I ain't got time to go to the show notes. I just, let me just pause you and move right across. And there you go. You've got it all here. Dallas, this has been wonderful. What would you like to leave our guests with? Like, what would be your closing parting words of absolute wisdom? It would just be, you're totally safe.
1: You're totally safe. You're provided for you know, the world, the universe has been made to support you. So you have nothing to worry about. Like you said, Lavelle, whatever way, you know, you need to translate that, that works for you, whether it's religious or, you know, you believe in the power of the universe or however you need to translate it, you are safe. So you're safe to do you and to be you and to show up as your authentic self. Um, You do not have to say things that you think that people might want you to say. You don't have to be who you think that people might want you to be, or if you think a person that you think people might accept, like you can do you and you can prosper being 100% the real you. 100%.
0: Beautifully said. So, ladies, you ain't got no excuses. You have been blessed with the, the support of the universe and the blessing of us, and the reminder of your permission to go out there and do 100% you, because you can't be an authentic powerful female voice doing it anybody else's way so until next time this has been the lavalda show women of power podcast i will see you ladies on the next episode go out shine and show the world who you're made of